like I should do it in a British accent today, but my accents are terrible. Welcome to Things We Got Wrong, episode 27, and welcome to 2024. Yeah, we're going to probably get a lot wrong this year. Yeah, I think if history is any indication, yep, we will keep making mistakes. Yeah. That's nice to know. There's a certainty in it. When do you learn when to hold them and when to fold them? <laughs> I once did a tweet I often think about with that I found very funny, which was I wish that Kenny Rogers had been as judicious about plastic surgery as he oh. was at poker. <laughs> that is so good. He Thank definitely you. should have known when to hold him and when to fold him for that four eight right. eight plus ten out of ten Thank tweet. Thank you. Because something went just a little. Whoop. He went a little too and far. It's like subtle because you're not real. You're just you have to know the reference. <laughs> yeah, you have to know what his face looks like. It's so good. I love R.I.P. to the gambler, though. It's a great. That's going to go in my book of quotes for thing. Everything I need to know I learned on the Brain Candy podcast. <laughs> oh, so it's 2024. Uh, did you get a lot wrong last year? Do you feel like, or did you get it right? You no, do? I think I was, pr- I think I was pretty good. I think I got, I don't feel like I have a lot of regrets or like mm-hmm. things that I got wrong. It felt like one of those, well, in a, in a weird way, it was like the year of the straw that broke the camel's back where I'm like, enough is enough. Mm-hmm. I'm not living in in moving around all the time. I'm also not ignoring all the pain in my body anymore and mm-hmm. going, you know, now I'm going to go to the doctor and now I'm going to actually like deal You're with these the, things. It gets worse before it gets better stage. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Ah, that's what it feels like. That is a good way to put it because I was going to say it's like limbo, but it's not limbo because there's been a lot of like, it, like it, it's been like the culmination of all of like this stuff. And, and it's like even having to set firm boundaries in my family and like having to say like, this is what behavior I accept and don't accept all those kind of things. Like having to like actually follow through on consequences ones like stuff that you set yourself and things that I don't know are just like happening to you. It's yeah. so hard to do. So hard. Yeah. I'm not good it at is. that part. I can like no. announce a boundary, but actually following through on the consequences <laughs> and holding You're it. You're good at totally. the announcements. Yeah. Hear ye, hear ye. Yeah. I'm not yes. even good at that. Yeah. It's, uh, it's slow it's going part. over here in the boundary department. Yeah. Let yeah. me tell you. So. But we're yeah, learning, we're learning. You're about to get your surgery, which yeah. is also how it's getting worse before it gets better. Because mm-hmm. that is not yeah. pleasant. Yeah. And then they officially then, send me my surgery packet when I like read about what they do to my body. And I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> Here's what I, I want to know. know. Did they, did your instructions say like, you can't wear nail polish, toe nail polish, anything oh, like no, that. Oh, no, they haven't said and, that, but I, I was thinking about that because I yeah, got one like fingernail that grows kind of funny, so I always have like a fake nail on it. All the rest are real, but there's one nail. It's my ukulele oh. nail, and it just won't grow the same way. And so mm. I wonder, I'm like, what if they go in there and they're like trying to do my blood pressure? Like, something's wrong here. Something's wrong. We can't tell because she did such a good job on her manicure. It looks real. <laughs> Yeah, there's all these rules like, um, you, you know, like the day of, you can't wear deodorant. Like, yeah, you know, just stuff. And I always want to know why. And they just say things like bacteria or something. Okay. But yeah. It, I don't know. It just doesn't add up. That's like yeah, toenail I don't polish. Have to do any of those. The, I don't. Have, oh, that's weird. I'm going to ask them. I because I I don't want to have to take the stuff off. I did a really. Yeah, good Yeah, they're going to give recently. you a whole list. Yeah, but they are going to 
it's basically like sticking me with a bunch of tubes and then blowing me up with gas so that they that can fill disgusting. the cavity up to be able to look around in it. It's like I'm that person Willy Wonka's it's Veruca's, factory. Uh, you know? Yeah. Yes. That mm. sounds awful. Why do they do that? There has got to be a better way. And then they say you're going to have like back pain and neck pain from the gas moving around for the next week as it's, it works its way out of your body. Gonna I'm going to have tough time. a massive fart that the entire OR is going to hear and I am not going to be conscious and awake for. How do you know that? I don't know. Cause they said I, that? What, when they pump you full of gas, I imagine it escapes in some ways eventually. Yeah, but I think a lot of it's out the old mouth. And, and I don't even just tubes. mean burping. I mean like, like <sighs> you know how when they say like you burn like you burn fat or whatever. Most of it is yeah. through your breath exhaling. Like when when you're getting skinnier. I feel like skinnier, it's in a separate cavity. It's in, that would be in your thorax. This okay. is in your abdomen which there your diaphragm oh. and uh, uh, separates the two cavities. I learned so this after just watching your, all these surgery your, videos. Um, yeah, abdomen oh, okay. and like lower half. Wow. Well, that's yeah, that suck. that nice little diaphragm. Yeah. I that But and then does it worth go back it. to normal? Yeah, it's going to be so worth it. I'm going to you're going to be like, oh, "I'm so glad I did that." Yeah. Yeah. It's temporary. I just have to remind myself people get surgery all the time. We're just now we just sure talking. Sure do. About yeah. It's amazing. Like that's why old people end up it's all they talk about is their doctor's appointments and stuff because yeah. they have them all the time and it is interesting. It's crazy. Like the idea <laughs> to me that we cut open human bodies and just like do some plumbing. Boop, boop, beep, boop, boop, put this tube with this and I, they're like lasers cutting inside of like and then it just like goes back to normal. Yeah. What? I It's crazy. I I I understand outer space more than I understand this. It seems made up. It does. <laughs> Sarah, stop it. <laughs> well, we wish her the best on this yeah. journey. Um, oh. Let's see. Well, yeah, I didn't. I don't have many regrets about last year or or mistakes that were made. Um, ex- Adam made a mistake when he put that oh thing in my his head. God. <clears throat> And isn't it funny how sometimes what other people get wrong can affect you too? Oh you know, my God, that is a big one. That was a big one, but that was had great effect in my life. So I'm yeah. What do you think was, was the biggest change that came from that? Accident? Just making, just p- making me pivot my priorities towards health and mm. and well being. And mm-hmm. that's it because it's literally it all that matters. Yeah. Do you think it helped Adam slow down at all or gave him like, mm, he struggles with that. Yeah. But it definitely, it forced him to, cause he like he cognitively could not function. So, wow. and when I cognitively can't function, I try Nextivo naturals because they are the best CBD going. There's yep. sleep, there's stress ones. Extra strength daily wellness. I take those now every morning with yep, my they have the vitamins. Gummies. Yeah, those gummies and they're tasty as heck. And you know what I tried because it's just fast and easy and on the go. And it I feel like it's absorbs very quickly. Are the That's packets, right. the C B D packets, they're it's yeah. like powder that you just put in your drink. You put in anything, smoothie. Whatever you want, it tastes like nothing and yeah. it dissolves super quickly and you absorb it super quickly and it's like instant split. It's great. relaxation. This is the effect. high quality stuff. Like yeah. Sarah always says, not all CBD is created equal and these are scientifically magic and they have a deal for us. Leave oil behind and start the new year with more effective and fast acting CBD from Next Evo Naturals. Get 25% off any order, up to 60% off as a new subscriber by using code WRONG at nextevo.com. That's 25% off your order or up to 60% off a new subscription at next, N-E-X-T, Evo, E-V-O.com with promo code WRONG. I'm excited about that because previously the, the code didn't apply to the subscription option. Oh. Uh, it was just for like a one-time purchase, but now oh. 
Nice. You can, that's really great. I'm happy about that. Um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah. But sometimes your body does like stop you in your tracks and it's like, mm-hmm. think again, you're being forced to slow down or yep. whatever, take a break or. Yep. So here we Absolutely. are Absolutely. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> back in the saddle, uh, talking about brain candy, episode 57, 58, mm-hmm. Adam Butler made an appearance in 57. Man. What a delight. What a great episode. <laughs> uh, might I say one of our best and I wasn't even there. And <laughs> there was even a significant portion of shit talking about there me. There really was. <laughs> and, I, and I, I laughed all over again about that. I, when I listened to it, I was like, this is not the week for this. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. It was really salt in the open wound, but it tickled me. It made me laugh because I think that's a funny concept where I was like, yeah, since Sarah's not here, why don't we just spend the whole hour shit talking her yeah. as if you wouldn't hear it. It was so funny. Right. And then but I also was liked great, the- wasn't he? He was so good. There are so many things that I enjoyed about that episode, even just hearing <laughs> Adam in a because he he's somebody who doesn't steal somebody else's spotlight. And because mm-hmm. he's that kind of guy, he can often be more reserved or quiet in like bigger social settings. So you don't get to hear just how fucking funny he is mm-hmm. if like if somebody else has taken up too much of, of that. Like is, mm-hmm. if somebody else is, is needing to entertain and usually I'm that kind of person or dating that kind of person. So mm-hmm. – there's like not a lot of opportunity that I get like one-on-one with Adam outside of like a business situation where I get to Mm -hmm. hear him be playful and fun and, you know, do his cute little accents. And he's just such a treat. He is like a doll. He is a doll. I was listening and I thought, I mean, what a lucky get he was because there were no guarantees. I was, I was gambling. I was like Kenny Rogers. Yeah, like for real. And I really lucked out because he's so nice and thoughtful. Yeah. And I do think it's good because he was describing like his um, reality TV experience in production. And wasn't it insightful? Like it is, I always love hearing their point of view because. Oh my gosh. I want, I want three more episodes at least. It freaks me out, doesn't it? Like how we, you can be doing the same show. You're on camera. They're not. And they see it totally different. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, there were a few moments that kind of stood out where, where he touched on that a little bit, where we talked about, I think you asked him about how he experiences all of that craziness, like the over the top you know, fights and everything's out of 10. And he talked about becoming numb to that. Yeah, I have that clip. Let me play it. Yeah. After a certain amount of time, I think you become numb to it. We are living in this craziness as well as you are. I mean, do you become numb to it as a cast member? Um, You become like, uh, you feel like you're watching it um, in a movie rather than like, this is real people getting hurt. Yeah. You know, it feels like, because we have so little entertainment, I notice when their fights start, people gravitate towards it. Totally. In real life, you would try to get away from it, mm-hmm. but we go towards it because it's something to watch. Absolutely. And so I guess numb in the way, but it's more yeah. like into it. It's it's an interesting thought to, to you know, when, you, when you're in that environment for so long, you get so used to it. And because we, we, we film over 10, 12 weeks, when I do dance bombs, we film for 26 weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. So I'm listening to eight people in my headphones for eight hours a day. You become desensitized. Shouting and screaming. I, I, I mean, I need bloody therapy. <laughs> I can see why. Wow. And yeah, you, be, you become kind of desensitized and numb, I could imagine. And then... Sarah, you... I uh, picked for this month's Candy Club the um, Why We Act mm-hmm. book, which is about exploring like what makes a person intervene or not, like help somebody or do the quote unquote right thing or whatever, like what the the decision of how to behave. Yeah. 
And I do, I kept thinking about us on the challenge and even Adam in oh. production, because that comes up a lot. Like you think this doesn't seem right, but like everyone else is going along with it. Yeah. You know, like, one of the things that in listening and, and even hearing you say this right now, it's this, what what's different? Because you said in real life, you would kind of move away from that. Mm -hmm. There's something that's this idea that, oh, this is a TV show. This is a set. Mm -hmm. This is, uh, I'm not really going to get hurt here. It's separate from, there. there's like a, a fake safety. There's this, mm -hmm. this manufactured feeling of, oh, because I signed a contract, somebody is like looking out for my best interest. I won't get hurt in the same way. It's like a haunted house. It's not going to come with the same consequence. <gasps> what a good, yes. Yeah. That is exactly it. You go in there and I'm going to be startled in a different way. And then you almost like lean into it, right? Right. Like, because you know it's safe and you know there's no consequences. I think about how people react and yell on reality television and how they would react and yell in real life. And we've mm -hmm. talked about this, how we've never seen anybody fight or yell or throw anything like that when the whole entire same exact group goes right. out for the after party or for the like, you know, when they meet up. It's the same group. The only thing missing is a camera. And yeah, because there's alcohol too, even in that right. setting. And relationships. But yet there's no violence. None. Or shenanigans. Right. Right. So there's this feeling of like, I can do this and it's going to only be rewarded or it's, I'm not going to, it's not going to have the same kind of consequences. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then and for then the crew, I think they feel like, well, the producer's not intervening and right. I don't want to lose my job or I don't want to, I don't want to ruin the shot or whatever. Right. And it's the kind of stuff that when it happens, they say, get in there, go get that. It's, it's like when they come alive and when they get the action. So yeah. you don't Adrenaline go, for them that's too. not good. You say, Ooh, this is good. Mm -hmm. Which is the opposite right. of what we should be doing when people are doing those, the kind of things that are often good television. I think even when there has been some intervention by production, it is almost always, I think like producers, I don't think the camera people or the sound people feel at liberty to do that. Right. I would agree. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I would want to know if there are explicit rules about that. Yeah. That's messed up if there is though, because sometimes those are the only two yeah. people there. Right. You know what I mean? I do. And that's why I loved that episode of Below Deck where the crew jumped in and was like, no, no. Right. That's t that takes a lot. I, I, I can only remember one time it was like when Ruthie was going to drive when she was oh. like, in, you know, she shouldn't have been driving. Right. I can't think of another time besides like when they break up a fight or something. It's, it's, it's kind of a bummer that production will intervene when they see somebody about to get behind the wheel and make a decision that could have lasting consequences, but not when people are giving consent and hooking up, which is kind of gross to me. I think that. I don't know the reasons why they don't intervene, but yeah. don't you think historically it probably is because some people didn't even really know that that was right. a gray right. area totally. or they think of it as a gray area when it's, you know, yeah. the same as driving drunk. Yeah. I, I've gone to a couple comedy shows recently and it feels like I've heard the joke made multiple times about how the younger generation, well, I heard this just the other night, younger gen, gen, and I am not, do not take this out of context. This is not my joke. This is what I heard from a male comedian. Uh, uh, the younger generation has it 
so much harder. The older generations had it easier because now we have, they have to ask for consent. Oh, the older generations had it easier. Yes. Because well, I now guess the men. Right. That did. was the joke. Right. That's the joke. That was what I heard at the comedy show. And what was the reaction? Was pe- people like that joke? Mm, f- probably 50, 50, 51, 49. <laughs> wow. That's disturbing. Cause that's not, yeah. it's not even funny. Um, yeah. I'll tell you what else isn't funny and that's body odor and not funny. It's not funny at all. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. It's serious. Totally gross. It's serious. Gross. And, and good now, news though. This is one of those things that once you try it, you will never ever, I, anytime I'm in a pinch and like, don't have my Lumi deodorant and I'm using like grabbing something else, it feels like a, a betrayal lipstick on a pig or something like that. Like, it's like, why are we covering <laughs> up? We're just covering up something. Disgusting. We're not doing anything to actually eat away the odor causing bacteria. I know Lumi's got it going on because yeah. Something in it goes in there and is like, get out of here, you bacteria, get out. Yeah. And this is whole body. Whatever smells on you, you can put Lumi on because they have cream, they have wipes, soap, and then the traditional bar, your butt crack. Yeah. Vulva, foot. Everything. 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 Did you say your feet, <laughs> let's your, just, your kids? Let's just feet. name everybody part. Yeah. Um, they have a good deal for our listeners. Okay. Here's what it is as a special offer for our listeners. New customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code wrong at lumideodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code wrong. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yes. Yeah. So Adam did a good job on the episode. He was insightful and provided like you know, some fun behind the scenes stories and stuff from his point of view. Cause he was into Asia versions of a lot of, yeah, of shows. He did so many fun shows. I want to yeah. hear more about the, how the earth was made show. Next time I hang out with him, I have so many questions. Yeah. He uh, had good, good fun on that stuff. So one of the things, let's see, I had a few questions. Oh, I thought this was really interesting because it, it made me think about maybe this is what reality television, why reality television is as popular and enjoyable to watch as it is. He said, you were talking about The Bachelor and how both of you guys love watching The Bachelor. And yeah. he said, yeah, you know, I just love it because I would never put myself in that situation. And mm. I was like, that is so interesting because I when I watch... When I've watched other reality shows, I go, ooh, this is so interesting because I can imagine myself in that situation. And so <laughs> like maybe being that's on the, the draw. Yeah. Of like either either or. Like you 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 maybe maybe reality television is fun to watch because we fall into one of two camps. We either watch it and we're like, Oh my God, I can imagine if I were in that situation, I would mm. do da 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 da. And we can like picture ourselves there and what we would do, or we can like like the challenge, yeah. amazing race, survivor. I love picturing myself on those. And then there's maybe other times or another group of people that go, oh my God, I would never do that in a million years. I can't stop watching people do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Because for him, he's always, even just being with me and you, I think he's just like, it's a lot, you know, yeah. like. Cause we're loud and bombastic and silly and he can be silly, but it's way quieter and <laughs> civilized. You yeah. Know? How come there are so many crew members that I can think of, not just on our show, but in a lot of other crews on a lot of other crews that I do feel like would love are would love to be the cast. I don't think it's a monolith. I think that sound people obviously are good listeners. And so they tend to be just like, they prefer to be out of the spotlight. All Mm. the directors, producers, sometimes the camera people, 
I get the sense that they are like itching to be yes, on that camera, too. which I mean, I'm not judging. I love being on camera, but it's just funny because I don't think they might even realize it about themselves. Yeah. I think you and I know a few and they're probably the same few that are like, I can think of three where I'm just mm-hmm. like, calm down. <laughs> right. It's usually the ones that get chummy with like certain cast members too. Correct. Like they, huh. Yeah, they tend to. We th- I think we think are thinking of the same three. Maybe. <laughs> um, yes. There. What was one of the, I? There was another thing I wanted to ask about Adam. Fuck. Well, he's a delight. I know that, and he's a very nice man. He's just the sweetest. Do you think the accent? Does he get more attention for the accent in? Pittsburgh or did he get more for in LA? Oh. Of people oh. being like, oh my gosh, I, I just It's everywhere, but maybe a little more here. Okay. I think also people here are more likely to say something because it's just like the culture. Oh, yeah. Um but he LA does people have do more, not give out compliments. He has more of an American accent now for sure. I hear those hard R's. Really? In his family. Teases him about it. He's becoming like the Madonna, but like of America. Ah, you know how she became British for, for a bit? That's, yes, way, I do. We talked about maybe going to Madonna's chore. I've heard bad things, Sarah. No. Yeah, like she's... Well, I mean, oh. hey. Like we, okay. we all have different moments in our life. And maybe she's just... Go, she's been through a lot. Okay. I need a report. If any of our brainiacs have been to it, I want to know because Susie show. and I are willing to go. But <laughs> that's right. Maybe but back it better in line be good. for Beyonce's next tour instead. Um, let's move on. Fifty-eight yeah. was a. I don't know. We called it body positively something, but it really yeah, wasn't. Like the, no, it wasn't. <laughs> it was the opposite. Wait, but it was called body positively something. So maybe it's, I thought it was like, uh, like the body positivity craze or, cra- or, or something like that. Episode 58. Um, bod- body positively crazy. That was what we called it. Oh, body um, positively crazy. Okay. Yeah. We, what did you think about our conversation on that one? Well, I, I feel like the, relationship that I have with my body has changed so much and mm-hmm. the way that I used my relationship with my body or food or whatever as like like trying to have control there trying to have like thinking like this is the area where if I have control here, then I'll feel okay in other mm-hmm. places when it's really the opposite. Mm-hmm. And it's just like... Well, so what caused you to change? Mm, I I honestly, I think moving out of Los Angeles mm-hmm. had a big thing to do with it. I really, really have an awareness of how the environment that I live in that we all are in affects our values and how we value ourselves and what we find important and what we get. Um, like I, I've never once living in Denver even considered going to a tanning salon or getting a spray tan. Never mm-hmm. one time. Mm-hmm. As soon as I landed in LA and orange County and was like at the mall one time, I was like, I need more Botox. I think no. I might need some boobs. I think I need to go get a spray <laughs> tan boobs. right now. Like all of a sudden, I, I I don't know if it. I was just getting these messages that, and I don't know where they were coming in or, but I had mm-hmm. that feeling. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, it's a totally different environment in terms of pressure. Yeah. What about you? I mean, you moved out of LA too. Yeah. I mean, my relationship with my body has definitely changed, but I I didn't attribute it to that. I I think it was because believe me, my issues started way before I was in LA. I, you know, my, 
that was ingrained in me right. yeah. growing up was like, yeah. you better be small. Yeah. Um, and it's still like part of my family's thing. But um, now that I am focused on strengthening and working out and stuff like that, I don't think about size at all. I only right. just, I only think about health. That's it. Yeah. I don't think about that is the, that is the biggest shift is, is thinking about health instead mm -hmm. of thinking about, and when you think about health, it's like you always say a rising tide floats all ships that you really just have to focus on what is healthy for me, what feels good for me. And that changes, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, yeah. I, now um, me would be like, sometimes healthy is a nice warm chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> that is that so is true. Yeah. I think that the weight and diet culture at this moment in time, 2024 is totally fascinating. Okay. Tell me what part, what part? Well, because of Ozempic. Oh my like, God. Correct. So up until the end of 2022, oh. like weight had be been a conundrum and, and like what, if you, you either had to be really hungry, <laughs> like, especially in the entertainment business. Yeah. Or you were going to be heavier than what was expected of you. Oh. And so then it became this whole movement of body positivity, like all oh, bodies are beautiful, whatever the whole thing, the whole, like whatever the hashtags were. Yeah. And then when this sort of miracle, quote unquote, came out, that as long as you had the money, you right. didn't have to worry anymore. Oof. It All of that language, I do not see it anymore. I do not see any of this body positivity stuff because now there's a solution to this thing that they claimed wasn't a problem. Oh my goodness. You're right. And now As soon as they could opt in... Before you couldn't really, you had to like do stuff. One, one thing or another, whether it was surgery yeah. or extreme dieting or working out and stuff. Yeah. Now the Kardashians have in. really shut up about love my curves kind of thing. I mean, the greatest example is this Oprah development, which I am living for. Tell so me this is, what I... this is a woman. I'm, I could talk about this for an hour. Oh my God. There, I love this. This is a woman who has openly struggled with her weight for 40 years, as long as right. she's been in the public eye. Right. Right. And like, there's been so many stages of it and it's always been a thing. And she's obsessed with it because she's yeah. has similar issues as I do, you know, where you grow up thinking something or you're taught and then she couldn't conform to what the ideal is supposedly is. Right. Right. So then she, a couple years ago, bought Weight Watchers and then she became their head person. And that's when you saw those ads of like, I love bread and, right. you know, it's all about points now. And they were, they really did like try to change the language where it was like, this is about health, not the number, but it's like, it is what it is. Everybody knows what it is. And then they made an app for kids that <gasps> psychologists were like, please don't do this. And then they did. Oh no. Oh no. And then they interviewed her a few months ago, however long ago, and asked her, what do you think of this Ozempic thing? She's like, I think it's the easy way out. And then, and then uh -huh. she gave it a whirl and right. the easy she way out easy way got out. really really appealing because yeah. she found a solution to something she struggled with her entire adult life. Yeah. Yeah. So then she backtracks and says, Hey, I'm done with shaming. And now the Weight Watchers sells it. It's what? delicious. This is the best. I love it. Okay. I have a feeling that this is going to come with some unintended consequences. Seems like the theme of today, consequences that were like 20 times. Uh, this is going to be like a down the road 
I, I see. For her or like culturally? Culture, like for the... Everyone. In the same way that, or similarly, <clears throat> I guess, Speaking the like butt injections and butt implants and those kind of things like really became popular and now a bunch of celebrities are having them removed. The removal procedure is very expensive. Like getting a lot of these things undone is really pricey and not, I think a lot of people put themselves in a situation where like it was, they had to like save for the initial surgery to begin with. And then like the regular person who's not Oprah, who's not like, you know, we go down one path and then like the path that you t need to like reverse it when you realize, uh Oh, this is not good. Or this has, uh, I don't know the lasting effects of this. Like, this is what that looks like 40 years from now. Mm -hmm. Like, and, and those same options that are available to Oprah or whoever else aren't often available to the regular person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So then it, now weight has always been about status and class too. Um, because you do have more resources when you have money, whether it's a trainer or whatever, better food yeah. options and all sorts of things. So now the gap is widening where like, skinniness is even more correlated with how much money you have. Oh my God. Right. Cause you have the resource. Cause this is, is so expensive. Oh my I'll tell you what's not expensive. And that yeah. is one skin, skin products, oh. which are I a dream come true. I was just saying this, I, that I've been using that now consistently cause I got it. And it, it, we've got, this is like real science, real I stuff. Know, this is behind like so it. fancy and I awesome. Was, I've been, this is all I've been using on my skin because I'm like, I'm really going to give it a try and, and like put it to the test. I was just putting it on this morning and I was like, Fuck. yeah, I, yeah, this is, this well, really, cause I'm very much into I, like less like, is more before and after photo of just like the texture of my skin. Mm hmm. Yeah, I just don't, more I don't, sure. you know, like fewer products, but like yeah. high quality stuff. So this, yeah. they have, um, OS one peptide and it reverses skin's biological age by reducing the number of senescent cells by up to 50%. I don't know yeah, what those are, those. but Get I know I don't there. want them. <laughs> Get them out. <laughs> Goodbye. Um, and this is all done by a third party research org. So I love it. It's like, now you can have like just a few products that do the job, quality, not quantity. Um, and they have a deal for you. And I like that you. they're environmentally, their packaging, you could just like yeah. take out, it's reusable. So you just like refill it. It's great. Yeah. It's great for your skincare routine. And if you've ever seen Sarah's glowing skin, yeah, I have no you're going to want it. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code brain, uh, nope, wrong, using code wrong at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code wrong. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we yes. sent you. New year, healthier skin. That's One Skin. I'll put that on um, our website too. So you have it anyway. So, okay. So you have all that jazz with Oprah and all the celebrities. I do. I so enjoy hearing their excuses for what, how they got skinny. Cause none of them are saying it like right. Kelly Clarkson. She walked around her new house, Sarah. She lost like a hundred pounds and she's like, I just, you know what? I just got healthy. I just that stop is it. Kelly, such a bunch of bullshit. That we yeah. are lying. Post Malone is eating grilled chicken. Okay, everybody, it's right. grilled he chicken, and it's definitely not a Like, come on! It, I love it. They get so creative. One lady said it was um, menopause. Oh yes, the known skinny maker, menopause. It's the opposite. Right. That's right. I did hear. What if the... somebody's like, it's pregnancy? Right. Right. Ahead, oh my sorry. God. <laughs> yeah. The, um, 
Well, it's funny you say that because when I was pregnant, I threw up so much. That was the only time that I got to the weight that it said on my ID when I lied back in the day. It said I was 10 pounds lighter. I was like, wow, I actually am that weight now because of Thanks, being baby. violently ill for <laughs> being pregnant. But right. yes. Um, yeah, it feels like a, a I, like, I wish I had a crystal ball to look into the future and see what this is going because you're right it does something to the average person when you think all of this is attainable just from like well that's the thing that's why like saying that it's just walking around you took oh mindy cowling too oh you're just walking huh okay for decades the woman was sad because she says she couldn't lose weight. And now, right. oh, it's just walking? Right. Oh, In the same okay. year that we, this miracle but drug comes. But that, like Not what you're miracle. saying is true. Then you're telling all these people that if right. they just go out and walk. Right. And that stinks because that's not going to work. Right. So I love it. I think it's hilarious. Um, like what if we find out like years from now that it caused, like they're already saying like there are weird things. Like some people get stomach ulcers and like bad things and then you have to be on it for like ever. I'll tell you what's great about it though is I'm super excited about the like health Im- implications it has for addiction. Oh, I mean, okay. it yeah. it is doing amazing things for people who struggle with um alcohol, drugs, any kind of addiction. It changes the like way your brain processes rewards and you don't wow. even want like greasy food or alcohol or drugs. It's like that is a miracle if you can save lives that Changes way. Changes that addiction loop. Yeah. 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 I think that is the Love thing that. that that there is no amount of well, yeah, th- really that is the that that is the miracle drug if that's what it affects. If we can somehow like get it to target that addiction. But that's why it should be covered. I want pathway. I like it. I don't I don't worry about like consequences from it. I just want people to say they're on it. Right. Like modern yeah. dad, I forget he uses semi-glutide. I don't remember the brand, but yeah. And he talks about it and he's just like, here's the story. I mean, yeah. please at least say it. Right. The full story. Yeah. yeah Cause, like Cause he Jones shows his journey. His, yeah. Gastro oh my bypass. God. Yes. Talk about it. Cause like <laughs> the reality is I think us as, as consumers of the entertainment of, of the people who are, are, I don't know, going, putting their bodies through this. It's not changed how I feel. Nothing about Post Malone's weight has made me like or dislike his music more or like, Mm -hmm. that's still a banger. I love that album. Yeah, great. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter what size you are. So it feels like this pressure is from, I don't know, like the producer, the, their company or their agents or blah, 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 because they think, oh, well, the people want this or this is what like, or oh, I don't, it's like, what, what is feeding it? If, if me as the consumer of, of is like, I don't give a shit. Like Mindy Kaling's well, funny. I don't care what says. Okay. Well, people do. And the thing is that like, it's a loop. So whenever you yeah. hear the Kardashians talk, I've heard them in interviews lament like the the feelings we all have that we're not enough, that right. like you need to look a certain way and whatever. And that's caused clearly some insecurities for them that they've yeah. dealt with with, you know, various methods. Yeah. And so I think it's interesting that they don't see how they're both the victims of this beauty right. culture and the perpetuators of it right? and are making it harder for other people. But yeah. I also totally understand why they do it because guess what? They've made gazillions of dollars because so they've done money. all that stuff. So, And the truth much. is if they looked like regular people, they wouldn't have. Yeah. So what? It's just, I want regular people to know that the same thing that regular people talk to their therapists about are, are the things that the celebrities talk to their therapists about. Okay. They're worried. I'm not enough. Nobody's going to accept me. Where will I 
Will somebody right. love me? How like do you... it? Whatever it is. It's all the same. It's the same. It doesn't matter. Right. So that's the challenge is not being a victim of right. the the facade, like believing Correct. the yeah. highlight reel And getting a really good idea of what happiness <clears throat> and enjoyment really comes from. And they could be tied to your physical health, like, you know, strength. Like, for example, uh, I went snowboarding recently and I, I can't go anymore. I'm physically not able to because the way that, that this stuff inside my body is happening and the muscles it's attacking is making it so I can't use the muscles that I need to use to do mm-hmm. the things that I used to love to do. So, you know, keeping my body healthy and, and to get to do the things I love to do, but not for vanities, not for like, you know, like what, what is it at the end of the day we're doing it for? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. It's like, a, it's a deception. It is. Yeah. But it's really hard when, you know, there's a lot of people making a lot of money off of convincing you that you are not enough. Right. you right. So like, that's a daily challenge. Yeah. So anyway, there, my point is just that like, they're in a pickle and I do get it because they, celebrities in general make a lot of money off of this beauty culture. So for them to like abandon it is it would cost them if they wanted to like take the high road or something. Yeah. What? And like they'd lose jobs and stuff. What do you mean? Do you think take the high road is not using a diet? Any pill or whatever, whatever. I mean, any kind of beauty intervention, even makeup or whatever, is like that's all on the spectrum of how much do you want to buy into and participate in Mm -hmm. beauty culture that mostly men don't have to even think about. Right. Just the amount of time that I spend getting ready compared to Adam, I'm like. That's like, it's like the pink tax, but with time. Yes. I always tell Eli <laughs> that I like to remind him that why do you need to drive places or, you know, because in the 45 minutes that I spent getting ready, you sat on the couch and scrolled through Instagram. So you got to chill mm-hmm. for 45 minutes before we went out. And now I get to chill while we're in the car and I'm actually not chilling. I'm still doing my makeup. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. That feels like a nice trade-off. But if if I were to say, that's it, I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not going to wear makeup or get my hair dyed or whatever I do. Well, I look a lot different. Right. And it wouldn't be great. (laughs) So uh, what I'm doing is a public service is what I'm saying. (laughs) It's for you. Yeah, I I've really taken my foot off the gas pedal with like just any sort of. Do you uh, notice any any effects? People treat you different. They yes. do call you ma'am. Wait, yes. for real? I do feel like I'm moved out of the like hot hobbies crowd. Yeah, yeah, I do. Well, I think snowboarding's the a hot hobby. The attention that, yeah, it is. Yeah. It's like a cool hobby. Like the attention that I get, oh my God. But then I was just, the just the other day, Eli and I were skiing and uh, we were at like a little mountainy restaurant and this, it was in Vail and this group of women who were, I want to even say girls, they were there for like a bachelorette party or something rolls in. And you know, none of them went skiing or snowboarding. They yeah. are all in like the puffy boots and then like the sunglasses that are also kind of look like ski goggles, but they're definitely not. And I was just like, wow, we are like different species. And <laughs> I... It's like, I, I, the amount of work it would take me to do that, to be that person 
would be exhausting to me. Like mm-hmm. I do not want. Were to do they that. young? Yeah, probably like twenty four. Yeah, yeah, yeah twenty five. Right. But they had a lot of work done that made them look older. Isn't that funny? Because then it they go into this category that I talk about where. Like I always say how, you know, people make fun of um, Joan Rivers for how much plastic surgery she had done. Mm-hmm. And they'll say like, it's not like she looks young or something, you know, mm-hmm. towards the end of her life. It's not as if she looked young, but she looked like n- nothing. Like she right. didn't Taxidermy, look young, but she like, didn't look old. She, right. which I think to a lot of women is preferable. Right. To, so it is like a look, right? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. then it's all very blurry mm-hmm. and like you're describing these 24 year olds that get Botox and stuff, they're actually kind of, it makes them look the same as the 40 year olds that get it. Yes, exactly. It's like, like everybody's going in for one look. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There's going to be like a look of the like 2010 to 2030, like something hey, like that. Hey, we're not the only generation to do it though. Except it's just weird how back in the day, old people just started looking old at like right. 40. Well, it's just more commonplace. It's more... Like what people do there, if you follow some Instagram influencer who like has a lot of, uh, you know, booty pics on islands, chances are good. That's not all hundred percent natural. <laughs> well, that's I, the in other fact, thing. I could practically guarantee it. So on one hand, I get annoyed when people don't just sort of say if they, if they're into that, like, I'm always like, everything on me is fake, whatever. Yeah. Um, but on the other hand, it's like people can see if you like I suddenly think there lose are some, weight or get there, plastic surgery. Uh, Eli, I showed Eli a website of like an Instagram account that had all of these like, um, it's, it's like, it basically finds the influencer or whoever, like celebrity, and uh-huh. then identifies who their plastic surgeon was. Like mm-hmm. they use like the clues of like, this is who this person goes to. And they show like the before and after sometimes. Okay. And he's like, what? That body turns into this body? Like, yeah, you don't think she was born looking like that? I think they do. I I think think they think that. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's what I mean. Men in particular. No, but but men are like, what? Yeah. (laughs) Do you think it's like willful ignorance? It's got to be. Right. And because like, I don't know, the, the, the... Jessica Rabbit and like maybe it's like their idea of of well my Les and I were having a debate about Dolly because I was joking about her giant knockers and how whatever and I and how she'll she used to go on the Tonight Show like in the seventies and she would when she was asked are those fake she would say I've always been well blessed yeah and um basically said that they were real and there's zero percent chance that those babies are real yeah, zero and i wonder if she would say that now because now it's very mm-hmm. open that she's yeah. done a lot of things maybe she's still pretending like those gigantic knockers with a size 22 waist right is just what god blessed her with no no wonder she's so into christ <laughs> I would be too. Right? Maybe that's it. Yeah, had God given me any titties, I mean, maybe I'd be a believer. <laughs> maybe I'd be a follower, a loyal I servant. Robbed. Well, so do you? Are you with me that those are fake boobs? Or do you, okay, okay, but Kelly, my my list, two hundred percent. She was like one hundred percent for either tit. Real? I was no, like Kelly. No, maybe back. She's in like the a day, dude because she's a les. She was hoping they were real. Maybe. Yeah. She, like, cause they don't want it to ruin the fantasy. <laughs> That's got to be it. I guess. Yeah. I but what a, if they are real? I'm sorry to interrupt. No, no. What if? Mm, what if? And we're shit talking my goddess then, Dolly. Then gravity, then somehow gravity's missed her? Maybe they lifted, but they're real. I'm I'm just playing devil's advocate here. Well, Dolly's advocate. Dolly's <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I was thinking about like you were, I was talking about like the, those other women being like another just type, like another species, like, or what am I kind of thing. Yeah. And I went into, uh, you know, the place we rented your skis from. Yeah. Up it. So I rented some skis the other day and gave skiing a a try and, um, then went in to return them. And when I went to return them, he was like, Oh, what was the name? And I was like, Oh, rice, like food. And from the back, this one kid goes, Oh, it's the nice lady. And I was like, well, first of all, that's lovely. Yeah. Uh, and second of all, I was like, oh, I'm the night. Like, there's the, it, in a way, it was like nice. Like, I was just, this is who I am now. What's that I mean? Oh, not night, the hot lady. Uh, not the girl. Like, oh, this is that fun gal from earlier. Oh, this is that, that cool chick from before earlier. Like we were talking about how skiing is easy and you're just and, like a kindly middle-aged I, woman. Yes. Like, oh, that's the <laughs> nice lady. I was like, oh, fuck. Sam, that's maybe how he I am. Said it's like, rice. I'm not hot. Maybe um, he not, said rice lady. No, night. He said night. I asked. I was like, oh, did you say the nice lady? And he said, yeah. That's so interesting that you thought of it that way, though. And in a I way, I just felt like so much older than them. But then when I walked in there that morning, I felt like we were the same age. Oh, man. And then I was like, I, I it just like I, I saw things from what they were all of a sudden. I'm like, oh, it hurts. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you're nice, though. You're yeah. Not just like that big old bitch. Right. I'm not like that fucking Karen. You know? <laughs> Right. Um, Hold on. Let me see my notes. Um, Oh, yeah. You talked in that episode about your relationship and how you and Landon were competitive. Mm -hmm. Um, That has not changed. You still are that. Um, I've gotten less. You hide it better. Yeah. I hide it better. I'd say that... I'm, I'm competitive and I'm also like jealous of, of like, I had a weird moment where I had to really like look in the mirror and be like, Sarah, what is happening right now? Okay. Eli took up snowboarding and was like, I'm going to go, I'm going to snowboard this season. And he got himself a new snowboard and I have never bought a new snowboard for myself in my whole life. I've always gotten used stuff, whatever. I was insanely jealous and Mm -hmm. like felt like I was like oh yeah it's nice I mean whatever like it's like I got like competitive and like jealous in that moment because I felt like I but then like Sarah just buy yourself a fucking snowboard why it's almost like I was jealous that he gave himself permission to do that and didn't have the problem like didn't have to like felt deserving and I felt undeserving and Mm -hmm. I think that is like a feeling where that I like it, it's morphed from being competitive to feeling like, well, I deserve this, whether it's a win or whatever it is. Yeah. Well, I don't blame you because I know that feeling. And that is a job for Freud because this is because uh, what our parents did compared to Eli's who worship the ground he walks on. <laughs> so he has this sense of um, like he does feel like he deserves it. Yeah. Uh, uh, that makes sense. I mean, it's yeah. just tr- true. I'm sure Lincoln will feel like that too. Yeah. You know? Like that's a real nice life if you can get it. <laughs> yeah. And I got the opposite one. So like that is the, and then I get like, yeah. So I don't know if that's tied into competition, but the competition side of me is less and that is what that's morphed into. That, yeah. That right. You're competitive with games though. I don't care about games. I only am competitive in life. You know? And I got like that even around like when Landon would go on 
like a health food kick that like they would feel some like feeling of like in a it looks like competition but i think it may be like jealousy of like um like uh, self like troll like or like that kind of and i'm like mm-hmm. hey for even noticing that don't. in yourself you're unusual yeah now those I people are not interrogating those i know feelings I too much sometimes right yeah yeah you're too hard on yourself yeah i think but hey, I'm glad you're not playing Scrabble with him anymore. That's what I'm saying. I'm glad I'm playing with you and it's way more fun and way more relaxing. <laughs> oh, I would hope so. My God, he was... Eesh. I'll never forget those moments. I bet. Yeah, that I'll never... I will, I'll forever remember the word I played that made oh him so angry. Oh my God. It was grazers. And he didn't challenge it, it. Oh, he challenged it. Oh God. And I... Grazers as in sheep... Sure. Those who graze. Those that graze. (laughs) And it was the S and the the Z was on the the triple like word score. It was like triple word score and double. It was bad, bad, bad. And that's when he did it. Uh huh. He was very upset. Did he ever say like that? I'm so sorry. That was. I don't think so. Because that is so embarrassing to lose your cool like that. Yeah. Like, come on now. Yeah. Can you imagine ever doing that with a board game? No, definitely not. No. I will say that, like, I don't know if this is my, my, I don't know if this is being off reality TV for so long or being in, like, working (laughs) harder to regulate my emotions and, but I feel like I'm, the older I get, the, less reactive I am about things. Yeah. Me too. You know, or I'm like, okay, I'm tired. But maybe like more reactive about really stupid little things. (laughs) Right. That's fun though. Maybe that's, that's what we needed. Yeah. There's less that I'm like, I'm like, I'm not going to pick this fight and do this. I think that's all that we, that I have. And um, we didn't really get too much wrong. I guess you would think we got stuff wrong about the body positivity yeah. conversation, but I, I just felt I can remember listening to it. Well, as I listened to it, I remember at that time being so concerned, like giving so much mental energy to my body and it doing absolutely nothing to change my overall happiness or well-being mm-hmm. if anything it did the opposite and the more accepting and and like grateful i become of the ways that it is performing in the ways that i need it to or want it to and the more i focus on that the less mental energy it takes up and the and it was just like acceptance. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have that then. And I could hear it in my voice. And that made me kind of sad for mm-hmm. that, Sarah. Yeah, but I wonder what changed. My relationship. And uh, like being in a relationship with moving. somebody who's caught caught up in body image, it, it's hard for me to not fall into that too. Mm-hmm. I think I should work on this. I think I should care. If somebody's being I thought he like did struggle with that though because of how you know he had – some stuff growing up that he, but it's not in the same way. It's not like he's so active and so like it, it's, it's really just like, I don't know. Like, like I think he just enjoys food. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, I just have to have times where like I, mm. but he he doesn't have like that same, he's just naturally so active and works out and, and moves all the time mm-hmm. that it, it's, there's no real habits that are like behaviors that are changing as far yeah. as like getting physical and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, well, that's good. That freaking Peloton when he's on it, he's all like he, he works out. Oh, like that guy is so fucking strong. He mm-hmm. is 
always working out, always on the Peloton, always. And I get why, because now going skiing with him, I know my legs after a day of that, I was like, fuck, I know why you have to work out the way you do, because you ski like that. And maybe you, your legs look like that because you ski like that. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But so it's just like totally different. And he just has to like not go out to dinner a whole bunch as often. That's it. So yeah. Yeah. We all have our things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we didn't get too much wrong, which is nice. And it was a real, I think what we got wrong is not having Adam as a guest on more frequently because that was such a treat. He's so great. And what a gem. Yeah. We'll have to invite him back sometime. Yeah. Ask him if he got anything wrong. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe about The Bachelor. Thank you for using our codes and subscribing and leaving us reviews. We love you. You're the best. Bye. Bye.